BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every. Grey's Ever, now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. And that's what you really missed with Jenna and Kevin, an iHeartRadio podcast. Welcome to And That's What You Really Missed. I am Tina. And I am Artie. <laughs> and this week is Ballad. <laughs> Um, it orig- Ballad. Uh, it originally aired November eighteenth, two thousand nine. The number one song in the country was wow. "What You Say" by Jason Derulo. Oh. Last episode, it was um, "Down" by Jay Sean, so it's gotten dethroned. Yeah. dethroned. It's gotten dethroned. Um, and um, the number one movie, what was it? Two thousand twelve. Yeah, what a time. Okay, you know. Yeah, what a time. What a time. Um, there's a couple. Things that happened for the Glee fam this week. Um, PJ Bloom, the music supervisor, won the Outstanding Musical Supervision Award. And Hooray, do you remember PJ. this, Jenna? Uh, going oh, to the Diversity I Awards? <laughs> I remember that. We, Ryan won one. We us, won. Yeah. yeah, and it was a re- one of our first award shows. A bonding experience, to say the least. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, we went to the uh, 17th Annual Diversity Awards held at the Beverly Hills Hotel, and it was definitely like one of our first events altogether, mm-hmm. and it was... Hilarious. Just a little underproduced. Yeah, and we... <laughs> That's the way I have it. It was <laughs> us and Ryan, and we, you know, and also we had been busy working, and it was nice that we all got to like get back together outside of work now that the show was airing and we're getting to meet people and i remember the cast of heroes was there at the time and i was very starstruck and right. very happy me too good memory yeah. i remember that mm-hmm. 
Um, also, shout out to History of Glee on Twitter because they they're giving it uh, every day. It's like on this day in Glee history, it's, great. it's phenomenal. And I also would like to say that my girl Alexa on <laughs> Twitter makes these incredible four picture summaries of every single episode we do on here. I love those. And so, <laughs> so look for those. I retweet them every week. Um, they're incredible. Thank you. She wants to be on the PR payroll. I'll see what I can do. We're working on it. Yeah, yeah. We're working on it. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So this episode is Ballad, and it's directed by Brad Falchuk, which I was watching it last night, and I was like, who directed this? Mm-hmm. But I also feel like we weren't in a ton of it. So We were not. We weren't in a ton of it. Um, we, I had a line. <laughs> and then a song. I think I did, too. Yeah. Yeah. This is the beginning, Kevin, of us being very expensive extras. Yes. I mean, we've been expensive extras. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we did have our big last ep- episode last episode. So to be fair, it was not our turn anymore. And we have nothing to do with Babygate. So um, the uh, there was one thing. Did you notice there's no Sue Sylvester in this episode at all? Jane that's, had a free week. That's freebie. what was missing. <laughs> yes. There was a lot of music and there were um, some great Gate. guest stars. Um. Yes, the guest stars. So, uh, a brief es- episode summary just before we get into it. Um. So, Will splits up the Glee Club into pairs to sing ballads. Um. But when Matt Rutherford Dijon gets sick, Will is forced to step in, and uh, he winds up in a very sticky situation with Rachel, or a spicy situation, if you will. Uh-huh. Um. And then we also have the continuation of Babygate. So that's the that's just an overview of what we're about to get into. A lot of uncomfortableness. This episode makes me feel queasy. <laughs> I it? yeah, it's just <laughs> I feel like most of this episode is awkward, which I think is great television, but it hurts me to watch. No, it is. It's really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> so so Mr. Shu tells the Glee Club that sectionals conveniently has a new rule where every team has to sing a ballad mm-hmm. and and when matt rutherford obviously is out with 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 the flu um right is no it flu? no no oh no you know what i'm thinking of the what bird flu oh yeah yeah when tina's out with the bird flu. <laughs> no it's also oh. i naya says this line <laughs> The spider in the ear. And she's, she, like, her, like, laugh in the middle of it was very, very real. Honest. Yes. Yeah. Because it was like, what? Like, obviously, Where? this is a device just to be able to have an even number of Glee Club plus teacher so that Rachel can, has to right. be paired up with Will, which, <laughs> you know, starts the whole plot point of Rachel having an uncomfortable and inappropriate crush on Mr. Shu. Um, and it's reminiscent of Susie Pepper, who, by the way, Sarah Drew, amazing guest star, very funny. I thought she was one of the most excellent guest stars we had. She really set the tone for the episode. And this was even before she was on Grey's. So like. It's so impressive, you know, for somebody to come in where the show has not aired yet and she's coming in sort of blind and just crushes it. Crushing it. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. She got it. But, you know, you don't end up on Grey's Anatomy if you're not great. And like that, those storylines as April. I mean, she, I'm a fan. Um, <laughs> so Mr. Shu explains what a ballad is, and Brittany thinks it's a male duck. But 
one of the best lines. It it is. It actually goes down in history. It's one of my favorite lines. Um, and Kevin, do you remember that in the BTS you say that every song is driving the storyline, everybody's emotions are coming through the songs, which makes it, makes it so much more heartfelt than when you're watching it? That sounds nice. Wow. It does sound really nice. How We're insightful. in a really good mood. I was. But I do agree. <laughs> and I do think that's when Glee was best, where when we used, because it wasn't yes. all the time, but I, we tried to, especially in the beginning, to use the storylines or the um, the music mm-hmm. as part of the storyline to move the storyline um, further. But I, and this one especially, because the whole you know thesis of what the ballad is supposed to be um, that's also sort of the thesis of what the music is in the show itself, where mm-hmm. the music is used to be able to say things that we can't say, um, or more effectively that we can say through song than through actually just talking. That's um, right. That's I right. bet the duck's in the hat. Oh my God. <laughs> the second part of the best line, I bet the duck is in the hat. Um, and so we pick out, uh, the Glee members pick out their pair out of a hat, reminiscent of SmackDown, and... Tina picks the other Asian, which is slightly yeah. inappropriate. Um, uh, Mercedes and Puck get matched up. Artie and Quinn, uh, Finn and Puck, and Santana and Brittany, obviously. Also, um, I noticed that look, Diana, when Artie <laughs> picks Quinn. Little does she know yes. you guys will have a, a blooming storyline. That's right. Um, so, Matt, yeah, yeah so we've... We, kind of covered them at Rutherford is now <laughs> part of the plot is that he's gone this episode. Yes. Um, we get into the ballad with Mr. Shu and Rachel because Mr. Shu has to step in to be with Rachel. And this is my guess, Kevin, this song makes you uncomfortable. All of these songs make me uncomfortable. <laughs> I have to say, so- <laughs> I, not because they're bad. I had to fast forward through a couple of these music covers. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that uncomfortable. You don't like uncomfortable humor? Um, I appreciate it. Like the yeah. comeback with Lisa Kudrow, I think is the best show ever. But yes. I had to watch it in like five like, minute increments because it made me so uncomfortable. Fair enough. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Um, so this is Endless Love. And this number, for me, I really enjoyed this number um, because I like the uncomfortability of it. Like I, I think it's funny. I think... Um, the performances were very good, and this is when Rachel realizes that she has a crush on Mr. Shu, and it is really weird. <laughs> it's so weird. I really like the weirdness. Um, and then we have we have a, a Kurt's kind of monologue over over this. Yeah, the crushes are happening excited. this episode. It's yes, all the crushes. Yeah, Rachel's like, crushes. oh, hot teacher. I have a crush on hot teacher. Mm-hmm. Kurt's totally. Um, excited about Finn. And Finn's what? not stoked about it. He's uncomfortable. He's uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel says, I never noticed this before because he's always trying to destroy my career, but Mr. Shu has really nice I hate eyes. It. I hate it. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and then we go into the Susie Pepper of it all. Oh, bless Susie. Where Will's confiding in Emma, like, I don't know how to do this. What do we do? And then Sarah Drew comes on playing Susie Pepper. And regales us with the tale of how she was obsessed with him. Um, mm-hmm. Would call in the middle of the night, which is so good. This flashback 
breathing on the phone. <laughs> and then Terry picks up the phone and goes, listen, you little psycho, this is Will's wife and I, but I don't get enough sleep and Ana- my antidepressants won't work. And then I'll go crazy and I'll kill you. <laughs> it's great. It's she's great. got one, she's got like two scenes in this and they're incredible. It kills Jessalyn, every time. Uh, oh my gosh. So then Mr. Shu has to set Susie Pepper straight in this flashback. And so she decides she's going to eat the hottest pepper in the world. She goes into a coma for for days. And that's when we destroys her cut back to. Yeah, destroys her esophagus and cut back to Will telling Emma that's why he can't break the news to Rachel. So because girls can't handle it. I yeah, which we're not we're weak. Right. That's right, <laughs> Girls Jenna. Girls are weak. Mm-hmm. We're weak. We can't handle things. Only childbirth. Um so Will <laughs> has this idea he brings Emma in to sing a song to Rachel. This is the one where it makes me very uncomfortable, but I do love Don't Stand So Close to Me and Young Girl. I think like I love those songs. I this mashup is incredible. Some oh, of the mashups brilliant. we do in the show, they don't mash well this one does this one absolutely does um again had a fast forward (laughs) (laughs) i i thought um leah was incredible in this episode and yes i did Uh, feel her reaction to like why is miss pillsbury here (laughs) but then also jama and leah um clapping at mr shoe at the end it's it's very funny. I mean, he went full out. He's doing a full, oh, full number for the two of them. Around the piano again. Yeah. We're back around the piano. Which I feel like if you're a student, you're like, well, this teacher is giving me 100% right now. He's not <laughs> marking this. 110%, mm-hmm. really. Um, and and the intention was that Will was going to have her listen to the song lyrics, but that didn't work. No. It backfired. Heart eyes. She, she gets the, you know, she loves the song and loves that he performed for her, so... And we get to see crazy Susie and Rachel in the hallway together. Jump scare. Um, Susie's back. She's back. She's present day now. Yeah. Susie, Susie's here. Um, and then even creepier, which I actually think this is really creepy, is when Rachel hands Mr. Shu the beer at home when he gets um, home to his house. It's so scary. good, though. I thought it, they, is good. it turned slightly into a horror movie. <laughs> and then Terry, Terry's like, well, she's a very good cook. She should, <laughs> like, a student shows up at your house. You knew something was going to happen. There was silence. Will gets home, and then all of a sudden, there's Rachel in his mm. home, mm. cooking meals. Weird. It's it's a little inappropriate. I mean, it's a lot inappropriate, but it's a hundred percent inappropriate. <laughs> but Terry <laughs> is like happy that she's there because she's cleaning and cooking. She let her in, you know. And then she said, uh. "Terry needs the help because of her baby." And then Will tries to find out what's happening with. The belly, and she freaks out and runs away. With her um, postules, her like yes. bloody postules her, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Filled with pus. Ew. Um, so then Mr. She takes uh, Rachel home. <laughs> I love how this is shot. I think it's beautifully shot. It, it is. We don't see a lot of, we're not in a lot of cars in Glee. I mean, we are, but not a lot of moving cars. Right. And um, <laughs> just like Rachel sitting in the back of the car, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Uber like shoe. a like a like a little little girl sitting yeah. in the back of the car, um, and then singing a song, which like it's an interesting way to do a song on Glee. I mean, there are really no rules, which we've learned, but to not for it to not be a dream sequence or or, or a Glee club performance, but mm-hmm. her just like hitting a cassette in the car, 
Um, it and works for her character, though. It does. It does work for the character. It's also funny that he just cuts her off. <laughs> oh, I love. I do love that. I remember hearing that this song was going to be in this episode, and I didn't. Were you think, excited? I was very excited. Just mm. I liked that they were, you know, pulling up some pop hits from the past. Oh, and like this is this. Crush. Sorry, yes. this is Crush. Who sang Crush? Uh, Jennifer Page sang Crush. Oh, yes. okay. What All a right. smash hit this was. It was a smash, hey? Yeah. <laughs> I, so, I'm also enjoying, at this point, we're a good portion into the first season, and, <laughs> you know, Leah's singing pop songs. Right. And, like, we're all getting, I think, used to singing different genres, and it was just fun to get to yeah. see everyone sing different genres that they were used to. Yeah, we're br- we're branching out for sure. Yeah, um, I I love the Susie and Rachel stuff. Um, it's like crazy meeting crazy, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and we are going to see a lot of confrontations in the show. I'm, and do you, I'm just curious why they end up in the bathroom all the time. I mean, it's a I think in all high school shows, the bathroom is where a lot of these secret, huh. more important it's, conversations. It is a happen. place to hide. Hey, yeah, it's it is like a. It's a teenage place to hide. Also, it's like we sort of, we didn't talk about, at this point, Rachel has not only gone to his home, she's given him a a tie to wear, mm-hmm. a which sparks tie. this whole thing, where I want you to think of it every time, think of me every time you wear it. And it's like, <laughs> oh, this is so wrong and creepy. And then Susie needs, is like, get it together, girl. But here's the thing. Like, we've all had crushes on teachers before, and we've all acted inappropriately. Not all of us, Jenna. <laughs> I was waiting for that. I wish I had a hot teacher. We I... definitely had some hot teachers, and we also had um, some hot women teachers. And I knew, like, all the guys kind of, like, were ooing and eyeing over. Mm. So I, I don't think this is super far-fetched. It's just no. that how far you're willing to, to cross that line, yes. right? I'm sure there's a lot of young teachers that... Um, you know, people had, like, they were like, okay, my kid, this girl definitely has a crush on yes. me. You know? Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, 
sets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Okay, so Susie confronts Rachel in the bathroom, and she tells her to get that mildly attractive groove back. She's like, get yourself, you know, smack across the face, find some self-respect, and get yourself that that semi-groove back. So Rachel, um, Rachel's going to kind of like kick it back up again, and um, she brings him a flower for, apo- for an apology. Which says, sorry for being crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love. Um, and and then he's like, you um, got to stop. And she's like, I know. Yeah. He's like, this is inappropriate. They were both kind of this conversation was about to happen from both ends. Yes. But it ended up being amicable and all fine at the end of the day. Um, so that's the uh, that's that's the the crush. That's a big part of the episode. But that's like the big crush storyline. I also think we should like maybe start a tally. This is Rachel's third crush. We're on episode 10. <laughs> Again, though, I, I mean, it's high school. yeah, it definitely racks up. But yes, it is high school. Yeah, a we... good gust of wind will give you a different crush. Yeah, exactly. You know? And everybody, it's trendy. You know, who's the trendy guy at the time or the girl teacher, or whatever, or person, right? Um, here and then we're into like a big part of Baby Gate. This is this is a big, the, the most serious point. part of Baby Gate yeah. thus far. We meet Quinn's mom for the first time. Incredible. And um, Quinn is getting ready for the chastity ball. Quinn's parents played by the incredible Greg Henry and Charlotte oh Ross. Gosh. And Greg Henry um, is the most famous for me <laughs> from Scandal. <gasps> After this. That's what it is. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I know this man. Uh, he's so infuriating on oh, that show. Scandal. But so good. I hated him. <laughs> <laughs> that he did his job. He did. <laughs> he definitely did his job. Yeah. Um. Yes. So we have Mr. and Mrs. Fabray, and um, Quinn decides that she's going to have Finn over for dinner. And um, but going back to the chastity ball, she's trying on her dress alone with her mom with the chastity ball, and it's getting tighter. This is reminiscent of me with um, RuPaul's Drag Race putting on my <laughs> costumes, and it was definitely getting tighter. But you were uh, not 16. Uh, right. And I wasn't as far along. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and this is where we realize that the mom kind of knows. Yes. Judy kind of knows. Uh, but, oh, Mr. Fabray um, invites Finn over because he wants to meet Finn. Mm-hmm. So he has him up for dinner, um, and, and then You also we see are- their relationship. Where Mr. Fabray comes in mm. and, you know, they're going to go get, pour themselves another drink. 
And Mrs. Fabre is like, I don't want you to lift a finger for me. I'm your wife. And so you see the, the um, dynamic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's all stacking up to be a little difficult if she's going to be a teen mother. Right, 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 right. So then we pop over to uh, Kurt and Finn who are paired together for the Balad. And... They're practicing in the auditorium, and Finn is um, stressed. So, Kurt, this is where we see the, the beginnings of Kurt and Finn. Yeah. And we're going to start to see the the dynamic of, you know, them becoming family and also Kurt having a crush on Finn and all of the things. But he is stressed. Finn's stressed over the baby, and so Kurt is going to guide him and have him sing, I'll Stand By You. With his motives Did you have being, to fast forward this? Um, I did. I Okay. Uh, I can't watch Corey sing I'll stand by you it's I not because it's awkward it's just too emotional oh okay I, I got emotional as well yeah I, I maybe I should have maybe it would have been healthy but I was just not emotionally prepared to do it um that's okay that's also when I lost it when we did the quarterback was during that number it's just oh. like to me that was his first mm. big solo mm-hmm and mm-hmm. he sounds mm-hmm. so good on it, and the storyline um, was devastating. Yeah. And in this episode, yeah. it's really sweet. And yeah, I I can't, I can't do it. Yeah, I mean, as crazy as the storyline is getting, Babygate, mm-hmm. like he is the grounding force in all the Babygate yeah. stuff. I think, and he's just phenomenal in this episode. No, you're you're totally right. <laughs> Um, well, I stand by you. I'll stand by you is really great. He does sound really good. He also does. Isn't it where he sings to the sonogram? Sing to the sonogram, yes. which is so weird, it's and so yet good. somehow it works. It's... Like I totally believe it, and I thought it was weird and cute. Um, but this is the obviously the moment where um, Finn's mom, Romy, she's um, one of our favorites, mm-hmm. and. He she catches him and he's upset and she said she doesn't even have to, you know, ask. Well, she does, but you know, she knows. She Love the relationship. Is, is Quinn pregnant? And the moment that Romy cries but doesn't cry when she hugs him is heartbreaking. Romy's it actually unreal. breaks me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it breaks me every time in her in her um Canadian tuxedo. It makes sense also knowing Romy mm-hmm. in real life. Because I feel like she is so, like, her emotions are always just right there. Like, mm-hmm. she's happy. She's sad. She's, like, she'll give you everything. She's not, it's just. She's an open book. Yeah. And you, you see why she's such a, a good actor. <laughs> I feel like, you know, in moments like that, we're like, oh, God, you're almost yes. crying. And it's worse than if you were crying. It's like the teeter of the edges. Mm-hmm. Is she or isn't she? That gets you. Because you're, un- it's, it's the uncertainty. Yeah. So did you notice, Kevin, that a fan actually um, wrote in and told us that when Kurt is playing the piano, fake playing the piano, by the way, he's wearing t- light tan pants. And then when they do a close up of his hands, you see the pants have changed because it wasn't Chris's hands. Um, duh. And whomever was the stand in was wearing jeans. Weird. That's a good one. That is a great one. But you'd think normally they would have. Put him in pant the stand in yes. in pants, but they must have said on camera they must have said like no we're not going to see his pants. Yeah. you know mm-hmm. um he doesn't have to change so then the next thing that happens is Quinn is pissed that mm-hmm. Finn has told his mom because 
she doesn't want her parents finding out and is worried that Carol is going to rat her out. Right. Which, like, my mom is going to tell your mom. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and then there's this whole thing with Kurt tr- thinking that he's setting Finn up um, for the to lose, basically, because whatever he's going to do is not going to work. And then Finn will see how girls are stupid and a waste of time. And, and then fall in love with him. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's <laughs> it's not through as like a 16 or 15 year old might have thought this through. Um, Kurt's voiceover, by the way, was, I don't know why I find his stupidity charming. I mean, he's cheating off a girl who thinks the square root of four is rainbows. <laughs> I so mean, good. it's <laughs> Kurt's voiceovers really make this episode. Um, <laughs> I think this next, the, the next scene is uh, Kurt and Finn picking out an outfit in the basement for mm-hmm. him to go over and meet the parents. Mm-hmm. And it's really sweet. Because they mm. talk about their I think parents. It's sweet. Oh, I think it's sweet. And it's very Ryan. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> I hope I he doesn't hear sweet. that. Because uh, that was the thing we'd always say. Because <laughs> he likes sweet. Yeah, I think the storyline is sweet. Or this cardigan <laughs> is sweet. Yes. Um, you hear them talking about their single parents together, and they have this deeper understanding of them keeping ke- uh, keepsakes and meaningful things about. Um, their other parents who are no longer with them. And it's a really nice, you know, and amongst all this hilarity and absurdity, again, this grounding moment of setting up, like you said earlier, for the future of um, Bert and Carol. Mm -hmm. That's right. And then Kurt's like, you know what you should do? Use your voice when you go (laughs) over there. Sing, sing to them because that's oh, gonna work. See, that's awkward. The situation is awkward. I, that's what makes me uncomfortable. I've been it dreading this awkward. scene for weeks, Jenna. <laughs> but here we go. I actually went and visited them because their the house that they shot this in was close to where I was living, and so I went over and I think I visited them on. Oh, set. Oh, that wasn't a set. That wasn't built. It was a real house. I think it was a real house. That makes sense. I mean, it was big, so that makes sense. I'm pretty sure. Sure. I don't know. I don't. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I believe you. <laughs> um. So they go and they make a toast. Mister Fabray is gonna make a toast, which Miss, you know, Mrs. Fabray is like, oh, his toast. <laughs> She's a little drunk. Um. And then Finn goes to the bathroom in the middle at the end of the toast, and in, in the middle is, of the toast. Oh, in the middle of the toast, yeah. and he calls Kurt. Finn in the bathroom. <laughs> is one of I think collectively our favorite things Corey moments ever yeah the karate chop I also thought it looked like the Ross thing that he does totally. in the Bruce Willis episode of Friends yeah absolutely um, but Corey like doing that to the mirror is just iconic in our minds yeah um, and then Finn is is singing You're Having My Baby which I hate this song <laughs> What a crazy song. I know like Paul Inc. is a legend, but this song is... You're having my baby. <laughs> I, I... That was also something we did for years after yeah. was that line. I hate this song. <laughs> yeah, me too. Anybody else? Um, um, I remember also like there's a BTS moment where Di- Diana said she kept laughing because Corey was singing the song to her and Corey would forget his lines as soon as he saw Diana having a hard time not laughing. <laughs> but how could you not? Uh, like This I mean, song it's... is insane and like... She's looking horrified during it, and the parents at first aren't realizing what's happening, and then they very quickly realize it. 
Um, and then and then the line in the bathroom, I have to go, they'll think I'm pooping. Oh, my God. <laughs> Brilliant. This whole sequence is it's so, really so good. good. It's really awkward, um, but then it gets into the good stuff. Like, we're getting into the good stuff. Um, number one, we get to see, we start to see Diana's acting sound. Yeah. Um, and this is when they, the dad is going to tell him to leave and then tell her to leave because he doesn't know who his daughter is anymore. This scene is written so oh, well. So well. Um, and Brad directed this beautifully mm-hmm. and it's just all around like a really great scene. The whole thing of like, like why? Like, because I'm not a little girl anymore. Oh, I'm um, your daughter. Says, oh. who- who are you? I don't recognize you at all. I'm your daughter who loves you. I just need my daddy to hold me and tell me it's going to be okay. Oh. It's heartbreaking. Then he just walks off. There's that little Oof. hope where he walks up and you think maybe she's like, please. And she's like sort of bouncing up and down like desperate. And then oh. he just walks away. Goodbye. Uh, Goodbye, dad. And then Finn takes her oh. to his house. To the, to the basement. Um And Carol's doing laundry and he comes down with Quinn and says he got you know, Quinn got kicked out of her house. And of course, Carol, sweet, sweet Carol says, you can stay here as long as you need. And that scene also, it's just quiet and easy. And I think that was the thing about Brad directing episodes too. Um, I always remembered his acting. He'd be like, is that right? And he'd be like, just say it. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Simple. Say it. And it'll do it, the work on its own. Yeah. And um, we got to see that here. It's really beautiful. And Finn does a great job. And all three of them, I mean, yeah, great actors. Um, and then back to Finn and Kurt. Yeah, Finn. There's the Finn sort of coming clean about what happened at dinner, and then Kurt right. feels bad and is sort of coming clean about right his motives <laughs> and love of him, and then Finn like he, doesn't get it. Yeah, well, Kurt confesses, and then I honestly love you, and Finn thinks it's the song, so. <laughs> Which is great. <laughs> Honestly, it's great. Um, and I realize we literally have not been in any of this. <laughs> no. Except for when I say that my rosacea has been acting up because of the um, baby gate. <laughs> yeah. Not that we, you know, whatever. It's all it happening. Matter. It is happening. And then um, we have this whole... <laughs> I think it's a bit insane, but I like them together. I do too. Uh, the Puck I and Mercedes. Too. Yep. They pa- they're paired up, an unlikely pairing again, mm-hmm. and um, you know Puck gets angry, and I thought the acting is really actually really good in this scene as well yeah. of like Puck telling Mercedes that he's the father, and um, <laughs> and then Mercedes it's like there's no like huge arc in this scene, it's just like um yeah, but get over it basically. It was like what teenager also would pause <laughs> for ten seconds and be like. No, wait, let me give you some insightful perspective. Mm-hmm. But maybe she does. I bought it because she's great. Yeah. Um, no, I know. She and made I love the work. whole thing. And then she's like, we're singing for them. <laughs> yeah. And how stupid am I? What? Halfway through Lean On Me. Oh. I was like, oh, Quinn was my duet partner. And oh. so I know we're singing to both of them, but I'm also singing, this is my duet-ish. Oh. But not really. Oh. You know, a little bit. <gasps> yes. I didn't even think about that. I <laughs> was so excited to um, watch this number. Lean on me. Well, well in real number. life, like when we did it, when we recorded it, yes. right? We went to the studio together, right? Uh, no, we didn't. Ugh. 
So why do I have a memory of doing this together? Is that Sweet Caroline in my mind? Maybe. Is that why? So what happened was I went in there. I also my voice sounds really weird on this song, and I think I was imitating the guide vocal. Uh, because it was someone who didn't normally sing my demos, and I really loved his voice, and I think mm. I was just trying to sound like him. Yeah, it's like when Sia writes a song for somebody else, and they always mimic her voice because she sounds so cool. I think like that's her what, intonation. Yeah, I think that's what I was that's trying funny. to do. That's actually very funny. But I think this arrangement. Um, thank you, Adam and Tim Davis. Um, Gorgeous. Uh, Gorgeous. It's absolutely incredible, and I couldn't record the song to save to save my life. Really? I had an emotional breakdown. I couldn't do it. It was so hard and absolutely losing it. Kevin. And we got to the bridge. And this is the beginning of the end for you. I couldn't do it. And like, it's okay. You know what? Um, it was like a couple simple lines. And for some reason, I could not get it sung the way they wanted it to be sung. And I got yanked. I got pulled out of there. They're like, it's okay. We're going to have somebody else. No. Come do it. And then you came in to do it. And I told you, and then you started texting me. You're like, I can't do this either. It's time of day. Yeah. Remember that one? Yes. And so they combined both of us in that section <laughs> because neither of us could do the hard. full take. And so I think it's like two lines or something where like you do the first half or I, and I do the second half or vice versa you're or whatever it totally is. totally right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, so it was a mess. And then, oh my God. And the actual filming of it you, oh. People should go listen to this if you haven't in a while because unfortunately they cut out Amber's verse, mm-hmm. and Amber again is just like a freak of nature and sounds incredible. But when we filmed this, do you remember that they kept Corey and Diana yep. from knowing what we were going to do? So they didn't go to rehearsal. They didn't. Yep. No, they hadn't heard the version. They were not allowed to be anywhere no. near this number until we were going to shoot it. That's right. And then when they came in. This was the first time they had seen it. At least the first time we did it. Yes. For them. And they shot their uh, reaction first. Their courage, yep. coverage, yeah. And um, I think in Diana's BTS, she had said that she was going to be bawling, which she was. Yeah. Um, but that's a really cool acting exercise. Mm-hmm. Or that was definitely Brad Falchuk. Again. Yeah. Like, let's try it. And um, we also had Brittany doing the ear again in the number. There were a lot of sweet moments in yeah. this. I was watching all these people yeah. do different things with each other and the interactions. And it felt, um, you know, like what Paris Honest. said. Well, yeah, it felt like one of those real teen, loose, we're just yes. enjoying each other's company. I, um, I high five with Naya in it. And I watched that. And I was not well. Yeah. <laughs> not well. Yeah. <laughs> like... Not well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the number was really, really sweet. And I remember doing that. And that was the first time they brought, I think I have a picture of this. They brought out, it was so hot on set. I don't know why. And we weren't really dancing. It was so hot that the makeup artists had ordered for us the musical number so that they could keep us cool during the musical numbers, personal fans. Oh, this is the so first time? So we had time? those like mini fans. Yeah. I think this was one of the first ones. And those were like the plastic ones. Yes. It wasn't until like next season that you we got those like high powered yeah. fans that um, really worked well. It was like a Beyonce fan. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that, so that's, that was pretty much the episode, Balad. Mm-hmm. Um the romances, the crushes, and a, a whole lot of Babygate. Yeah, I think the biggest, the most important thing that came out of this was Babygate. Yeah. Parents, parents know. People Secrets are finding out. out. Mm-hmm. That's right. Secrets out. 
Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Should we do some tardy takes? Tardy takes. <laughs> um, okay, so cringe moments. Yeah. AKA ouchies, Paris Barclay. Um, uh, I have to say, one of the things was you're having my baby and I'll stand by you and um, crush and endless love. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I think that just about covers it. I think those two storylines are really... Really difficult. <laughs> I agree. And like Hoffer teacher, but again, like not so far from the truth. I don't know. Um, uh, worst dance move. I gotta say, Will standing on the piano and jumping. Uh, yes. During that matchup was a little off. Um. So, the best song I think was Kevin. Your vocals on "Lean on Me." And this Thanks, is I Jenna. picked that before I knew the story that I had to pick up the pieces. <laughs> yeah, I literally had to pick up. That's really funny. I don't remember but that. But there's a thing that I've always noticed. The times that I've had the biggest challenge or mo- I've struggled the most recording a song, like when they have to fix me the most is when I like my vocal the most. I like how I – because my voice <laughs> automatically sort of sounds like it has – 
Melodyne like, and Autotune on it. Yes. Not because I'm on pitch, but it's something about like a technically speaking yeah. that nobody cares about. There's like a sound quality. Yes. Like a yes. sonic quality. Yes. And so there is. when my voice is overly fixed, it doesn't sound that different. And so like Lean on Me <laughs> is fixed because they had to because I was not crushing it that day. And it's one of those mm. things where when you have a song uh-huh. Um, where there's a lot of us on it, so we can go record it in 30 minutes and it's fine. We're right. in and out. That was a really challenging song that I probably did not have time to properly warm up for or learn. Totally. And had to go in there and just like. It's also hard to not try to duplicate the people that you are like hearing your guide because mm-hmm. they they do sound so good. Yeah. That you're like, I'm, I'm always doing that with like artists I like. I'm yeah. trying to like get their, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, replicate their sound um but i agree i think lean on me is the best song obviously i Uh, listen to that version all the time obviously you do you listen to this one Mm -hmm. okay and then by a prop i think tell me the pepper absolutely (laughs) yes (laughs) the pepper in the jar yeah um there's something that um the things that age well and didn't age well there's one thing that didn't age well for me was um when quinn's mom says maybe you haven't been exercising enough Oh yeah. When she has the chastity dress, I was like, "Oh god." Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not the thing. It's also very Not informative the of their relationship. Yeah. It's like, Bleh. "Yeah, the parents and yeah, yeah. they're uh, not the best." But um best line, Kevin? Um I th- for me, I think I'm going to go with Finn in the bathroom. I got to go. <laughs> they don't think I'm taking a poop. They think I'm pooping. Pooping. Yeah. Um I think second runner up is I think the the ducks in the hat is so good. Mm-hmm. Brittany, I also curious. like your line though. All the would you say all the baby dramas making my rosacea act up is very yes. good. Um, it's funny because I should have said eczema because I have eczema and so Emma has eczema now. <gasps> really? We all have eczema. Yes. Look at those jeans at work. I know. Gosh. Well, anyway, <laughs> art imitating life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> art life imitating art. Jenna. Yes. Okay. So shit we found on TikTok this week. Okay. There's a mistake <laughs> that was caught from later on. It's during the, you know, STD episode. And your episode? Okay. Yes, that's right. And it's during the scene where I'm telling the boys that I have the STDs. Uh-huh. Um so on TikTok um Millen's BN, I I'm I'm sure I'm mis- mispronouncing this and Kirsten posted this because in the background um, we we re- referenced that everyone we were watching Arliss, mm-hmm. and if you actually look at what's on the TV, it's real Glee credits. Oh, what? Yes. So I feel like it's a little Easter egg that was put in there because it's you see like PJ Bloom on the actual. What? Yeah. So if you watch the scene, <laughs> they they cut to it in the TV in the background. If you pause it, it's fully just. The Glee credits. <laughs> it's because they didn't have to get the rights to it. Exactly. Easy. <laughs> like just actually put it on the TV, cue it That's up. That's funny. And so anytime we show it, it's absolutely fine. <laughs> Which I love. You know, shout out to the actual people making the show. That's great. Very and not Arliss. I know Vicky, our producer, is a big Arliss fan, so she might have been disappointed that it wasn't the real credits, but mm. you know, like you said, it's free. <laughs> free ninety nine. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um I hope I'm I'm still really enjoying these TikToks. 
really good. Really Great, because we're not going to stop. So keep sending them in. Please keep <laughs> tagging us. Um, I also want to just shout out Kirby again. She's the one who posted the TikTok of the Riverdale cast watching shoe breakdancing. But then she, to get extra meta, posted a reaction to the podcast talking about her video, uh, which is also great. So thanks for doing that. It was hilarious. And feel free to post more reaction videos, everyone, because we're going to find your videos and we're going to talk about them. So be prepared. Next week is hairography. Uh-oh. There's so much to talk about. Yes, yes, there sure is. Yay. Um, I love this episode. So join us next week. Thanks for hanging with us again. And uh, that's it for now. And that's what you really missed. See ya. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. And follow us on Instagram at and that's what you really miss pod. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. See you next time. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.